Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Yes, Reverend. Wow, what a powerful ministration. I think this, this video will go viral. <laughs> it was still good. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank God for the service. Thank God we are meeting again by His grace. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for this Sunday. Thank you that every Sunday your message are renewed. Not even every Sunday, every morning your message are renewed. Thank you that this morning we are once again about to enjoy your message and your grace. Thank you for our health, our family, our life. Thank you that you have been you, you have been good. And we give you the glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow, wonderful. Hallelujah. Amen. Once again, it's a pleasure to have all of you in church. And uh I feel very blessed. I really enjoyed the administration. Hallelujah. Amen. Including the, the dancing stars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't you miss those days? <laughs> yes, sir, I will miss it. Hallelujah. But uh, this morning, I started sharing with us about the series about prayer. You know, to be honest with you, if there's any time in our life that we need to, Pray more. It is this time. And I'll share with you from the book. By the way, the books that was recommended, I, I will encourage all of you to get those books. Everything by prayer, not without prayer, the good general, and how to neutralize the case. Three important books that will help you in this period of lockdown. You know, don't spend all your lockdown. I mean, I was surprised. I was also not surprised, but I heard that subscription for Netflix has gone up. I mean, Netflix is booming. It's booming, right? You know? But, you know, don't feed your flesh. Feed your spirit. Amen. 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 I always recommend those three books, okay? That read them. Read them. And then, and most importantly, read the best book of all, the Bible. Amen. It's good to read Christian literature, but don't neglect reading your Bible. The Bible is the best. The ultimate is the Bible. So I want you to take a good look. Read your Bible. I've been, I've been, I've been reading and enjoying reading the Bible. Of, anyway, somehow, you know, I'm reading the Bible and I'm really enjoying it more. You know, so I want you to read the Bible. Just take it, read it, read it, I mean, story by story, chapter by chapter. And then read those three books that I recommended. Yeah. They will really help you tremendously during this period of lockdown. Amen. Amen. And it, it's important because, you see, man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in the body. Netflix, Netflix will only feed your, Netflix will feed your soul, okay? And the, and, and the, and the, and the bank will feed your flesh. Yes. Mm. Mm. But you need the most important part of you, which is the spirit, is fed by the word of God. Amen. Amen. That's why I want, that's why I want you to read your Bible, listen to messages, and more importantly, read the three books that I recommended. In addition to the Bible, don't put the Bible down. Don't put the Bible down at all. Read the Bible. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Amen. So we were talking about prayer. And uh, I shared this with you some time ago, and I want to conclude it. And I'm talking about the most important prayer topic. It's probably the most important prayer topic because that is, <clears throat> that is what uh, Jesus told us to pray for. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Why, why do I say the most important prayer? Luke chapter 11, verses 11 to 13. Can I have Luke 11, please? Luke chapter 11, verse 11 to 13. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Amen. 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 Yeah, what, what, why do I say is the most important prayer topic? Or one of the most important prayer topics? You know, um, if you're going to write an exam, okay? If you're going to write an exam, one of the surest way you can pass the exam is that if the examiner begins to have a review class and the examiner has, has a review class and tells you that study this, study that, study that, hey, common sense will tell you that emphasize on what the examiner told you. Don't study what you want to study. Study because the, the person who's going to examine you said, I want you to study this and study this and study this. But don't say that, oh, I don't like this part. I don't like this part. You don't do what you want to do if your aim is to pass. Why do I? So if you want to pray, they're the one who taught us how to pray. The one who answers prayer. He gave us one prayer topic that we said, which he said, if you pray, you get an answer. And that is the verse we read. He said, if you then being able, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly father, how much more shall your heavenly father, okay? How much more the heavenly, give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him. So it is a prayer topic that Jesus Christ gave to us. He said, we must go to God and ask him for the Holy Spirit. And he's telling us that it is a prayer that by all means God will answer. Amen. Amen. So you and I may have a lot of prayer topics. They are not bad. We want to pray for your job. We want to pray for your child. We want to pray for your career. We want to pray for your school. We want to pray for your marriage. You want to pray that even your mother and Lord doesn't visit you again. These are all good prayer topics. <laughs> okay. Hmm? Yes, and these are all good prayer topics. It's not, I'm not saying don't pray that. But you are not, you are not guaranteed of answers to those prayer topics. But as for the Holy Spirit, it's a guarantee. Amen. 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 Yeah, some of, you, some, of, some, of, some, of, some of you are praying that, you know, you know, you know your prayer topics. I don't have to tell you. Hmm. But the only guaranteed prayer topic that Jesus said, when we pray, we'll get an answer from the Father, is when we ask for the Holy Spirit. Now, why is it important? Simply put, you are a spirit, and you need the influence of the Holy Spirit in your life to achieve or to make it in this life. Look at the book of Daniel. Daniel chapter 5, verse 11. Can you read Daniel 5, 11? Yes, please. Daniel chapter 5 verse 11 There is a man in thy kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods and in the days of thy father light and understanding and wisdom like the wisdom of the gods who was found in him who the king Nebuchadnezzar thy father the king I say thy father made masters of the magicians astrologers Chaldeans and soothsayers. Amen. Amen. The Bible Amen. is telling us about 
the, the spirit that was in Daniel. It says, this is um, the background to this story. This is Belshazzar. He's an unbeliever. He has a wife. And Belshazzar, Belshazzar was going through crisis. And the wife says, look, there's a guy here, okay? There's a guy here, okay? Who, okay, in whom the spirit of the Holy Ghost is in him, okay? In whom the spirit of the Holy Ghost, because he was an unbeliever. He, he, didn't, even know, he didn't even know the Holy Spirit. So he said that the spirit of the Holy Ghost is in this guy. And he said that, look, this guy, why do I say so? Because he has light or knowledge and understanding, okay? Okay? And this one, see, see, when your father in the book and this was alive, every time he spoke to this guy, this guy has knowledge and understanding. Said that he looks like a god. In fact, he was so great, your father made him the king of ordinary magicians. Now, you and I know that what was operating in Daniel was not the spirit of the gods, but the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit in Daniel made Daniel very intelligent and ability to understand, such that it gave Daniel a special place in the kingdom because God's Spirit or the Holy Spirit is what we need to achieve certain breakthroughs, certain status, certain positions. It's not by might, it's not by power, it's by my Spirit, says the Lord. So this unbeliever queen was just describing something he had observed in Daniel. And he said, look, the spirit that is in Daniel, okay? He said, it's light or knowledge and understanding. Like, in fact, when he's talking, he's like a God. And that is the effect of the Holy Spirit in our life. That is why, why do I say that? That is why when you look in Isaiah, <clears throat> Isaiah chapter 11, when you look at Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2, talking about the spirit of God, Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2. Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Then he begins to talk about the, he begins to talk about the, what the spirit of the Lord is. You know, I keep on teaching about this. We need to get this revelation and ask for the Holy Spirit. Instead of the spirit of the Lord I'm talking about, it's wisdom, it's understanding, okay? knowledge, might. And he shall make him of Quick understanding. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and, you see, and in times like this, okay, in times like this, what you are going through, you need to get quick understanding. Why is quick understanding? First of all, why is, uh, why is understanding important? Simply, you are able to obey things or follow instructions if you understand it. And sometimes our lack of understanding can cost you. So when you don't understand or you don't understand in time, because sometimes you understand, but you understand late. Mm. It, cost you. it can cost you. You understood, but you understood late. But the Holy Spirit, when it comes upon you, he will give you quick understanding. You see, and the, th the thing about understanding is when you don't understand things, you pay a price for it. Amen. Amen. In Proverbs chapter 10, verse 13. Proverbs 10, 13. <clears throat> Proverbs chapter 10, verse 13. Where, wherefore doth the wicked contemn God? He hath said in his heart, Thou wilt not require it. Amen. Proverbs Amen. 10, 13, no. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. It's on the screen. Let's look at it. Proverbs 10, verse 13. In the lips of him that hath understanding, wisdom is found, but a rod is for the back of him that is void of understanding. Amen. The Bible says that, in the, lips of him that have, in the lips of him that have understanding, wisdom is found. But the rod, the rod, or the cane, or the whips, is for the back of him. That lack of understanding. What I'm trying to share is that lack of understanding will give you rots. Lack of understanding will give you beatings. Lack of under when you don't understand, it gives it brings beatings and rots. 
And sometimes we go through life with a lot of rots, whips, because we don't understand. That is why you must pray for the Holy Spirit. The Bible says he shall give you a quick understanding, you know, to, 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 see, when you understand, you obey easily. When you understand, you flow easily. But our, our stubbornness, our difficulty, our always needed to be beaten before we obey. When I say beaten, sometimes it's maybe physically rough, uh, a physical rot. Sometimes you'll be beaten financially, you'll be beaten socially, you'll be beaten maritally because you don't understand. Because you don't understand. If only you, you understood that a soft answer turn it, turn it away wrath. If you have that, that understanding, that a soft answer turn it away wrath, that understanding alone will save you from being beaten. Mm. Or it will, save, you know, it will save you from losing your marriage. Because if when the guy was angry, you have kept quiet, you would have cooled down. But when he was angry, you to your mouth went up. Mm. Wait. <laughs> but see. You understand? You to your mouth went up. So in the argument and the heat, there's quarreling, there's fighting. Everybody thinks that there are things we split. But if if one of us had had a soft answer and be quiet, the anger would have gone down. So understanding is very important. Understanding is very important. And it comes by the Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. That's another verse I want to share with you also. I'm still on understanding. Which is in Psalm 32 verse 9. Psalm 32 verse 9. Be ye not as the horse or as the mule, which have no understanding, whose mouth must be held in with bit and brittle, lest they come near unto thee. Amen. <laughs> It's so sad. He said, don't be like a horse or a moo, which lacketh understanding. So because he lacks understanding, you can't tell the horse, go left, go right, go up, go down. Because they lack understanding, you have to put a moo, something in his mouth, and drag him. Mm. You understand? Yes. Don't let your understanding be like the understanding of a horse or a moo, where every time something has to drag you, something has to pull you. You know? So, so we, and, 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 see, and I'm not talking about the wisdom of the world. Because that's not what I'm talking about at all. I'm talking about the wisdom that comes by the Holy Spirit. You see that because of the Spirit of God, you have a certain understanding, a certain knowledge. So you don't wait for things to pull you by the nose. Preach, not, be not as a horse or, the, or as the mule, which have no understanding. They lack understanding. And therefore, they must be held, a big must be put in their mouth and pull them. See, that's why we, we need the Holy Spirit. We need to get understanding. We need to learn, Lord, teach me wisdom. Let me get understanding so that I have things don't, things don't direct me. And, and I'm telling you, it comes by the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, does anybody lack wisdom? Let him ask God. Mm -hmm. So we need to pray for the Holy Spirit. And when he comes, we give us wisdom and understanding. Amen. Amen. I said amen. Amen. Why else do we need the Holy Spirit? We need the Holy Spirit. Like I said, we are man. See, man is a spirit. Man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in the body. You know, we need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit so that we can live the Christian life. Simple. So that we can live the Christian life. Why do I say so? Because, you know, when you look at this verse in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 15, 42 and 43. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 42 and 43. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. The next verse. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. 
It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. Amen. Amen. Here, Paul is talking about our body. He says, look at the terms you used. He says, it is corrupt. So when you die, the corrupt body, the, the corrupt body is buried. And then when you raise up at the resurrection, it becomes incorrupt. He says, it is weak. So when you die, then it is raised up in glory. He says, it is dishonored. Okay? It is weak. It is raised in power. It is dishonored. It is raised in glory. So, what Paul is trying to let us know that our body, this is our body, or our flesh, or our flesh, is very, is very corrupt. It's very dishonorable. Very. Very, very dishonorable. I mean, look, if you joke with your flesh, it will disgrace you. And I don't have to tell you, occasionally, occasionally it has disgraced you. Mm, Some of you have just woke up in the place, what am I doing here? Oh my God. <laughs> You ask them, what, what happened? What happened? What happened? <laughs> what happened? Your flesh took over. <laughs> yeah. What happened? Nah, what happened? No, your flesh. Because your flesh is weak. And it's, it's, it's not only your flesh. Everybody's flesh is weak. Everybody's flesh is corrupt. Everybody's flesh is dishonorable. So you need the Holy Spirit to help you overcome. I'm telling you, you need the Holy Spirit. Because the Bible said that God has not given us the spirit of fear. But the power of love and of a sound mind. Power, power, that power, that ability to overcome, it comes from the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You need the Holy Spirit. You know? I mean, how often, how often can you confess? At the point you are tired of confessing. You know? That is why you need the Holy Spirit. So let's ask for the Holy Spirit. When He comes, He will strengthen us. Amen. Amen. Another reason, another reason you must pray for the another reason why you must pray for the Holy Spirit is in the book of John. In the book of John. John chapter 16, from verse 7 to 11. John chapter 15? No, 16, 1, 6. 15. John 16, I'll read it. John chapter 16, from verses 11. John chapter 16, verse 11. 7 to 11. John 16, 7 to 11. Okay. Let me read from the, if you have a new, new American standard. Okay. John chapter 16, verse 7 to 11. Yeah, right. But I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And he, when he comes, will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin because they do not believe in me. And concerning righteousness because I go to the Father and you no longer see me. And concerning judgment because the ruler of this world has been judged. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. He said, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage. It is to you, me, our advantage, that I go away to the Father, okay? So when I, so that when I go, I will send the helper. Here, the word helper is capital H. It's talking about the Holy Spirit, the, okay, the, the, the helper. And he said, if I don't go, the helper will not come. Even though you are sad that I'm going, even though you feel depressed, I need to go, because if I don't go, the helper will come. And so when he, the helper, comes, see, the helper, when he comes, he said that he then will have the ability to convict the world concerning sin and righteousness. Amen. Amen. So, what, uh, the one who has the ability to convict, okay, to bring a sense of conviction is the Holy Spirit. And why is it important? Because, you see, your, the strength of your Christianity, the strength of your faith, how strong you are as a Christian is based on your conviction. Conviction. And it is the Holy Spirit that convicts. It is the, the ability to convict is, is by the Holy Spirit. And the Bible said, when he comes, you will convict. So what, about, what, what, what I want to share with us is that 
unless you have a certain amount, because the Holy Spirit is also like, uh, like water, you top up. Unless you have a certain amount of Holy Spirit in you or the Spirit of God in you, you don't have a certain conviction. You don't have a certain conviction at all. You see, the more of the Holy Spirit you have in you, the more you have conviction. Conviction means that you have a certain compass, a certain moral compass in you, which tells you that, look, this is right, this is wrong. And let me tell you something. Some, someone, someone once told me it's true. He says, if you cannot stand for anything, if you cannot stand for anything, you will fall for everything. Mm. Yeah. If you cannot stand for anything, you will fall for everything. You cannot be so liberal, everything goes. You need the Holy Spirit. When, you, when it comes, he will convict you. He, that's the still small voice. He will tell you this is right, this is wrong. And you find out that the more spiritual you are, the more of the Holy Spirit you have, the more you apologize, number one, and two, the more you confess your sins. So when you see people who confess sins very easily and very readily, it reflects their spirituality. But see, when you don't, when you don't have the Holy Spirit, that's why you are not convinced. That's why, that's why you don't confess. Everything goes. Mm. Everything goes. You don't stand for anything. But as you get more of the Spirit, you see that even after you talk, after you are spoken to somebody, you wonder, was I rude? Did I do something bad? You want to apologize, even after you have read, even after you have watched your movie. The person, mm, this movie was it right? Was it wrong? Maybe it, you want to. You, there is, a, there is there's a spirit in you, a certain conviction. And if you don't, is it? And for you to do well in your Christian work or even in life, you need to have conviction. You cannot be easygoing. Everything, everything goes. No, no, no. Everything does not go. You must have a certain conviction that look, this is right, this is wrong. And 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 why is conviction important? Because you see, when you have a strong conviction, or when you are con uh, convinced about something, situations nor circumstances cannot change your mind. Mm -hmm. That is why Paul said, I know whom I believed. Paul said, I know whom I believed. And neither heights, nor depths, nor principles can change me from the love of God. He had a strong conviction. And you see, even in life, even, even to succeed in life, you need to have a conviction. Why do I say so? The Bible says that a double-minded person is unstable in all his ways. A double-minded person is unstable. You cannot be double-minded about everything. You are unstable. You must have a conviction. Yeah. You must have a conviction about the relationship that this is the girl I want to marry. You must be convinced. Not that you are in a relationship with this girl, but you are thinking of another girl. You are double-minded. Wait, 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 wait. You are unstable. Yeah. Unstable in all your ways. That, that, that's why it will not work. You must have conviction. You must be convinced that, look, this is the man I want to be with. Once you have that conviction, whatever your cousin says or your uncle says will not dissuade you. You've prayed about it, you are convinced. But you see, a lot of people don't have conviction. It's like, okay, this is okay, this is also good. This is also good. No, you must have conviction. You must have conviction about your salvation. Mm -hmm. Except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. You must be convinced about it. That without being born again, no one can enter the kingdom of God. You need a conviction. And that comes by the Holy Spirit. You know, there is, people change. You see, people change because they don't have strong conviction. That's why Paul said that, I am convinced that neither heights, nor depths, nor principalities shall separate me from the love of God. Sometimes, some, see, and, 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 and situations make people change. But let me tell you something. The Bible says don't meddle with them that are subject to change. See, a changing personality, a changing personality is not somebody to, to see, people who change are not people to, I mean, uh, to sort of meddle or maybe have any relationship with them because they change. And it's a bad sign. But you must have a strong conviction, a belief. I believe in this. No matter what, come high, come low, I know whom I believe. You know, it's, 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 sometimes, you see, it's, uh, 
People just prosperity changes people. I have seen some. I have seen some people who have changed my prosperity before. God blessed them with certain financial prosperity. They were very faithful. They were very loyal. They were always in the church. But a certain amount of money comes into your hand. Now, God, God becomes secondary. Mm. They don't even see the reason why they should come for a prayer meeting. I mean, small prosperity has made you deny your faith. You're, it means you're not convinced. Mm. It means that a certain amount of Holy Spirit was not in you. And, 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 and even secularly, I know some people that I, I, I know some. I also know some people who, when they prosper, they divorce their wives. Mercy. Why? Yeah, I know of somebody who was just. All my stories are true, even on the internet. <laughs> I know somebody who came in to study, and he had a. Uh, they were not married, but he had a like um, somebody a fiance who went her back off, as they would say, literally, to take care of this guy to go to school. And I felt, when this guy finished school, got his MBA. One day, I was sitting in my office, the girl came crying. Why? This guy wants to leave me. Hey! After all these years, all the sacrifice, and I mean, working to make pay, pay for him to finish his MBA. Mm. So, maybe it's, there's some misunderstanding. You know? So, the two of you should come. This was many, many years ago. I had an office. This was not even a church office. It was my house. My clinic, I was running the clinic, my clinic office. So they came to see me. And I said, Brother Susan, what's going on? Say, Reb, Reb, you know, you know, things have changed, you know. You no, know, now I have my MBA, you know, Reb, you know, I have to go for certain meetings, I have to meet certain clients. Reb, look at her, look at how, let me look at her. If she can't follow me, look at her weight, look how much she has put her weight. Hey. I'm all hearing. Hey. I felt like cursing the guy and slapping that. What do you mean? Mercy. Yeah, small prosperity has come his way, so he has changed. There was no, you know, but you need conviction. Okay. And in the same way, trouble also makes some people change. You know, trouble should not make you change. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be angry with God. You should not leave the church. I mean, COVID nineteen or no COVID nineteen, God is still God. Amen. Whether we are meeting in church physically or we are meeting by Zoom, your church is still your church. Amen. Your pastor is still your pastor. Amen. A double-minded person is unstable in all his ways. So we need we we. We, see, and, and, and it comes from the Holy Spirit, the spirit of conviction. Conviction. That also when he comes, when he comes, he has the power to convict. So the more spiritual you become, the more you are, you, are, you are convicted or convinced, the more your year is year and your nay is nay. Amen. Amen. And, 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 that is also, and that is also the other reason why I say that. Don't try to change anybody. Because the ability to change a person is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Okay? Don't, 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 you can't change people. The Bible says when the Holy Spirit comes, he has the power to convict men. So you and I cannot change anybody. So if you don't like somebody's behavior, instead of nya, 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 which sometimes make the person angry, pray. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you're talking rather than put the person off. Once again, I, I, I had a church member to a couple who were married, and the wife was complaining. Reverend, my husband is this. My husband is this. I, I've done this. I've tried. Reverend, I've tried. I'm trying to change him. He doesn't change. Reverend, I bought this for him. Reverend, I bought Buddha. Reverend, he doesn't change. Man, he's too stubborn. I'm tired of him. I said, I asked the lady that, since when did you become his personal Holy Ghost? Mm -hmm. What a question. Since when? Don't you know that the Bible said that the one who has the ability to convict men of sin, of judgment, right, is the Holy Ghost. So instead of you trying to change him, why don't you go down on your knees and ask for the Holy Spirit? When the Holy Spirit comes, 
He will change it. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Even your children can't change them. Your children, your children can't change them. Sometimes we parents need to take a step back and pray for the children because some children are so stubborn. Look, what haven't you tried? Time out. It didn't work. <laughs> uh, what else? <laughs> Being grounded. Being grounded. It didn't work. Cell phone taken away. Taking away the cell phone. It didn't work. <laughs> what else? What else have you done? TV privileges taken away. Privileges were taken away. Sometimes you even went the African way. You expand the person with a rod. It still didn't work. Then <laughs> <laughs> you do it. So it, it must come to you must come to a, a stage in your life whereby you know that look, the one who has the ability to change is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And, 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 and and a good example, see, a good example, okay, a good example of the whole of the Holy Spirit or a good testimony. A good example or a good testimony of the Holy Spirit's ability to change people is you. You are the best example of the Holy Spirit's ability to change people. Because nobody will change you until, they, until you get born until you go born again. Rev, you are preaching. You are preaching well. So if you are talking about the best example to prove that the one who can change people is the Holy Spirit, then you are the best example. You are the best example. Your mother couldn't change you. Your father couldn't change you. Friends couldn't change you. Even the police couldn't change you. Some of you, the police couldn't change you. Messy. <laughs> so, do you understand? So, the fact that today you are here, you are in church, you are reading your Bible, I mean, you have stopped sleeping around. You have stopped sleeping around. Oh, it's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it is purely the Holy Spirit. Where? 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 You. <laughs> it's the Holy Spirit. So, so, you and I are a testimony to the, the, the ability to change by the Holy Spirit. We, you and I are a testimony. Amen. 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 That is why we need to pray for the Holy Spirit more. Because when he comes, he has the power to change. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Quickly, let's continue. You must also pray for the Holy Spirit. Uh, why, why we need to pray for the Holy Spirit, okay, is that so that we may bear the fruits the fruit, the fruit of the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, it's the fruit, the fruit of the spirit. In Galatians chapter 5, verse, what, is, what is the attractive part of the Holy Spirit? Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. For the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. Amen. Amen. I'm sure they didn't see, so read it again, please. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. Amen. Amen. In Galatians chapter 5, Galatians chapter 5, the Bible is talking about the fruit of the Spirit, or the fruit of the Holy Spirit. What, two things I want to say about it here is that the most attractive part of every tree, what makes a, a tree attractive? What will make you go to that apple tree? What will make you go to that orange tree? It's the fruit. It is the fruit that the, you, you, are, you, are, you are interested in the apple tree because it bore apple fruits. You are interested in the orange tree because it bore orange fruits. You are interested in the, in the pineapple because it bore pineapple. So, so what makes a tree attractive is the fruit. That is number one. So, so your Christian life, 
What makes you attractive to people is the fruit of the spirit that you demonstrate. Yeah. Oh. That's what makes you attractive. And then, and then the second thing I want to say about the fruit of the spirit is that it takes only mature trees to bear fruits. Immature trees don't bear fruits. Immature trees, young trees do not bear fruit. So when you see a fruit on a tree, it is a sign that that tree has been around for a while and that that tree is mature. So what I want to talk about, about the fruit of the spirit is that the, what reflects how mature you are as a Christian is the fruit you demonstrate. Amen. So the most spiritual person is the person that we see these characteristics in. And, 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 and this, it is the same things that also makes the person attractive. I mean, look at it. If you want to live with somebody, you, 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 you think about choosing somebody tomorrow or somebody to live with or a friend. Look, 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 look at the things here. Won't you be happy that the person is loving? Yes. Don't you see that you're attracted to somebody who has love? Yes. Mm, yes. Won't you be attracted to somebody who has joy? Yes. Yeah. Won't you be attracted? Would, would you like to live with somebody who's always moody and cranky? Debbie? No. 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 Not at all. Yeah. Won't you like to live with someone who is peaceful? Yes. Ah. Peaceful. The reason why some of you don't have roommates because you are not peaceful. Hey. 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 No. Forgive. Everything is a problem. You even quarrel about the. I mean, you. I mean, you. You can even have a fight over the, over the towel in the bathroom. Oh. Like, look, I put my towel here, and why did you move it? Towel in the bathroom. Mm. Mm. Just push it back. What's the problem? Mercy. Forgive. Long suffering. You will enjoy. Look, I mean, let's be serious. If you are, if let's be serious. If you are a husband, if if you are a wife, don't you think you'll be happy to marry a husband who's long suffering? Yes. 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 Because you know the problems you can cause. Yes. So you prefer somebody who's long suffering, somebody who can endure your noises for a long time. Mm-hmm. You pretty. So you see that the success of your of your marriage with you, with your sharp mouth and your the way you can behave is that you must hey. look at a partner who is long suffering. Forgive. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Long suffering. A person can endure nonsense for a long time. Mm. Gentleness. Person is, the person is not rough. Person is gentle. He doesn't talk, you know, he doesn't talk rudely. He talks like a bushman. And one small thing that he, one small thing that he has done for you, hey, for you, but, 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 but if not for me, you didn't even know how to use a microwave. So what? You thought you had to use a microwave, so what? Forgive. <laughs> okay. one, one, one guy is talking about like, bush girl, I brought you to America. Now you know how to use a microwave. I said, so what? <laughs> hmm. So what? Please, if anything, you are a bush boy. The way, look at the way you are talking. Mm. Gentleness. Goodness, goodness. You would like to live with somebody. Goodness, you know. Faith, meek. We talk about even meekness, meekness. You see, meekness, meekness. What is when? See, and when, when we say somebody is meek, when we say somebody is meek, it means the person is not easily offended. Mm-hmm. Person is submissive. In fact, meekness goes with humility, like Bishop was teaching us. And let me tell you something. If there's one prayer topic you and I need to pray is for, to, for humility. Because one, one, one spirit that can destroy you is pride. Mm. Bitch. Yeah. That's what pride is. Pride will destroy you. I don't care who you are. The Bible says pride goes before a fall. 
So as you begin to exhibit your pride nature, get ready to fall. So you need the meekness. How do you know somebody is meek? The person is offended. Moses, the Bible, Moses, the Bible described him was the meekest man on earth. I mean, look at the irritation the Israeli people gave him, but he was always pleading for them. Mm -hmm. Even when God wanted to destroy them, he said, God, please, I beg you, don't kill them. Mm -hmm. yeah, meekness. Not this, he, 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 meek, gentle, Jesus, meek and mind. Spirit of humility. Look, how do you know? See, let, let me tell you something. How do you, you see, nobody says they are proud. You know, pride is something like, pr pr pride is something like blood pressure. Nobody says they have blood pressure until they go and take the <laughs> Nobody says you are proud. Everybody says I'm weak. I'm, I'm, I'm humble. I'm meek. Until they go, you know, that's, that's actually, you see, but meekness, you see, you see, uh, pride, pride, okay, a sign that you are pride, you are proud, okay, which is the opposite of meekness. It's, the Bible said that only by pride come at contention, only by pride. So, how do you know somebody is proud? And it's, it's good for all of us. The ease, the ease with which you get hurt. Mm. You, you, you easily get hurt. I don't like the way she talked to me. I'm, I'm upset. I don't like right. the way she me. I'm upset. You are proud. You are proud. It's, it's a sign that you are proud. Hey, Reverend. Reverend, Reverend don't go there. I'm preparing the car. Mm. Well, well, I, I, I mean, even uh, after I did all that, she didn't, have, she didn't have the courtesy to say thank you. That's it. I'm done. You are proud. Hey. Hmm. You are proud. That's, that's the sign of pride. The ease with which you are offended. The ease. Let them just offend you. Mm. you. You lack the ability to forgive. Because you see, if you think, you see, uh, 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 a good friend of mine, uh, Ralph Fasher told me, he has a saying, he said that a dead goat, a dead goat is not afraid of the cutlass. Mm -hmm. The reason why you react to everything because you are too alive. Mm. You are too proud. Everybody must apologize to you. Why? Oh. <laughs> I'm preaching, Reverend. Reverend, Everybody apologize to you. Some of you are so proud that you even want your parents to apologize to you. Hey! The mother who gave birth to you to apologize to you for coming to your room without knocking. You must be Forgive. <laughs> you die with numbers. My number. No, mom should apologize to you. Your mom. The numbers, Rev. Mm. Your dad should apologize to you. Lord have mercy. Even me. if your dad was wrong, he has the ability not to apologize. Mm. <laughs> he has the right not to apologize. You're preaching. You're a proud child. Mm. Pride is not the fruit of the spirit. And it will destroy you and I. Mm. Yeah, so proud. You see, I'm giving the sense of pride, which is open to the weakness. You are easily offended. You cannot forgive. You cannot forgive. When somebody does something to you, it's inside you. Mm. You, know, you know, what I'm going to say, what I want to share with you, then, the fact that somebody dresses some way or screams and shouts, that's not me they are proud. Pride has nothing to do with your speech. You may get the most soft-spoken gentle, but it's very proud. Hey, Montoya, Montoya, school. Pride has nothing to do with the way you talk or the way you dress. So stop, stop telling me, look at her hair. Look at her nails. She all that. No, hey, Reverend. Her nails does not talk about being, being proud. Thank you. You may have a very kinky hair and no no nails, but you are very proud. Hey, <laughs> you're preaching. What I'm trying to show that pride is not a physical thing. It's a spiritual thing. Each. Yeah. And it goes before a phone.
Amen. Amen. So you need more of the Spirit. See, the more, see, and, and like I said, this particular aspect of the Holy Spirit, it comes with maturity. Mm. Yeah. So if you want to see a mature Christian who is attractive, then these are the things you, you have to do. These are the things you look out for. Not the one who can. I mean, somebody can pray in tongues for 24 hours, but he's, he, there's no love. You know, you're still a baby. In fact, let me show you that the, uh, another aspect of the Holy Spirit. Okay, which is the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is also very important because you, you must also pray for the Holy Spirit. Okay, you must pray for the Holy Spirit so that you you can operate. You so that we can operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 to 10. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 to 10. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with The manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit. To profit with everybody. Continue. For to one is given by the Spirit of the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and the self-same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. Amen. Amen. Yeah, the Bible is saying that the gift of the spirit, number one, is given to, to, the, to everyone as the spirit decides to do, so that it will profit it will profit the whole church. It is given so that the body of Christ will, will profit from it. Then he begins to say that the Spirit can give the Spirit, the Holy Spirit can give somebody working of miracles. The Holy, Spirit, the Holy Spirit can give somebody healing powers. The Holy Spirit can give somebody tongues, powerful tongues. The Holy Spirit can give somebody the ability to interpret tongues. The Holy Spirit can give to somebody prophecy. These are all gifts, very powerful, very desirable, which will help you and I in our ministry or in our work with God. And the Bible says that this is given to benefit the body. It is given, given to profit the body. And two things, two things I want to say on, on the gifts. One, because it is a gift, it does not reflect your maturity. I can decide to give a gift to a child, as opposed to the fruit, which reflects maturity. A gift, I just give it to you because I like you or you are good at it. But it does not mean that you are mature. That's number one. And then, and then number two, the purpose of the gift is to benefit the body. So if God gives me the gift of healing and I pray for you and you get healed. It is not for me to feel big, but God gave it to me so that you can, so that you, you uh, somebody will benefit from it. So the gifts of the spirit are not for our personal bigness. Preaching. Yeah. If so, if God gives you a gift of prophecy and you are able to prophesy to somebody, I believe that God is saying, and it comes to pass. It does not mean that from today you are going to set up your own ministry and begin to receive private offerings. No. It's a gift given by God to help. The church. That's why that's why I said that it is given to profit with all. So I believe that we must pray for the Holy Spirit and desire the gift of the Spirit. But we must have this understanding that the gift is to benefit the church. Amen. 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 The, the gift of the Spirit is not meant for you to the, the gift of the Spirit is not meant for you and I to profit from receiving donations. No, 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 no. Direct deposit. Direct deposit. No. No. It is something that is number one. It is given to profit the church, interpretation of tongues, working of miracles. The, the, and, and, you, and you must pray for it because when you have the gift, it makes your ministry also more authentic. Mm-hmm. God confirming his God confirming his work with signs and wonders. So I believe, I believe that as a church, 
And I believe personally that I'm most desiring the gift. But I must, I must have the right motive and the right reason for the gift. And then number two, the presence of the gift does not reflect your maturity at all. So that, that is why some of you get shocked. Ah, he's, a, he's a man of God. Yes, reverend, man of God. And he's able to prophesy. And he has a very wide healing ministry. But then you hear that, oh, but he's sleeping with somebody. He's into fornication. Yes, because the fornication and the sleeping with somebody, that, that has to do with temperance, which is the fruit of the spirit, which comes with maturity. So the person may be gifted, but not mature. Mm, and unfortunately, unfortunately, what will make you last, or let me say something. Uh, another way to say is that what qualifies people, what qualifies people for leadership position it's not their gift, but their maturity. Preaching. That is why so, when, when somebody is gifted and not mature, and you make me a leader, they don't last. That's right. Because when you look at uh, the qualifications of a bishop, you see, it, it, most of the qualifications have to do with character, which has to do with the fruit of the spirit, patience, long-suffering, temperance. It's all character traits. So, yes, the gifts are great. The gifts are powerful. The gifts are nice. But it is meant to profit the, the it's meant to profit the church. And I pray that we all desire the gifts. Amen. But that being said, but that being said, but that being said, the gifts are not reasons to be made a leader. Or the gifts are not the, see, the, the gifts without the fruit, you will fall. And the fruit comes with maturity. Constantly praying, constantly seeking the Holy Spirit. And I want to share with us. So, so let's be careful to, to know the difference between the gift of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. And in, 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 in if there's anybody you need to respect and honor, are the those who exhibit the fruit, not the gift. Mm. Preaching. The gift is good. The gift is powerful. I desire the gift. The gift, the gift establishes the way. But the gift does not make somebody qualified to be a... The Bible said that if somebody... Let him not be a novice. You can, you, you can give something nice to a child. It's still, it's still a child. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Are you here with me? Yes. So I'm giving you a reason why we must pray for the Holy Spirit. Because we need a gift. In this... In this... In, in, in this uh, uh, Corona, corona pandemic or somebody said chroma. I, I don't know. See, sometimes you know you should not be listening to people. Who, somebody was talking chroma, chroma. So now me to my tongue has changed. I'm calling chroma. Sorry. <laughs> I was laughing at somebody who was calling, calling the thing chroma. No, it's corona. Hands of hands of Tana, hands of Tana. Hey. You know? That's what happens when you keep on laughing at people. Chroma virus, chroma virus. It's corona, sorry. <laughs> In this era of coronavirus, we need a gift. We need healing. We need faith. We need power. We need miracles. We need prophecy. And it comes by the Holy Spirit. May you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I said, may you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Then the final thing I want to talk about after any service is why you need the Holy Spirit or to pray for the Holy Spirit is that it is the Holy Spirit that gives us the power Power, 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 power to witness. Hallelujah. Amen. It's the main thing why God came into the world. Hallelujah. Amen. Power to witness. Hallelujah. In the book Amen. of Acts, in the book of Acts, he says, when the Spirit, when the Spirit comes, okay, when he, the Holy Spirit comes, okay? Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witness unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Amen. Amen. This is what I say. And you shall receive power. 
you shall receive power or ability after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. So, and the power is for you to be witnesses unto me. You know? Let me tell you something. All of us know, all of us know it is good to witness. All of us know it is good to tell people about Christ. But we lack the reason why we lack that sometimes we lack the ability or the power. Because you, you may know something is good, but you don't have the power to do it. Mm. Oh yeah. Don't you know that? Don't 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 you know that uh fasting is good, but you don't have the power. Some of you ladies, you know that ah, this dress is very good. If only I can lose some weight, but you don't have the power. Hey. So you may know something is good, but the power. And the Bible says that the one who gives us the power to witness is the Holy Spirit. Amen. So sometimes the reason why we struggle with winning souls is because we don't have the Holy Spirit. Because when it comes, you give us power. So a sign that a church or a person is filled with the Holy Spirit is their ability to witness. Hallelujah. And, and, and let me tell you something. That is the work of the church. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. You know, in these pandemic times, in this difficult... I mean, the world is literally going through a famine or a difficult time. People need to know. People need to know the Lord. People need to be saved. And you and I have been given the mandate. You and I have been given the responsibility to share the gospel. That is why we need to pray. To, that is why we need to pray for the Holy Spirit so that He will give us the power, the power to witness, mm-hmm. the power to share Christ. You know, I'll tell you something. I personally, think that the world is going through a phase, and the world is changing. I believe that even after this pandemic, things may not be as normal as they used to be. Some things may come back to normal, but some things will change. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And, 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 one of the th- and one of the things that I believe will change is the use of the electronic media. The use of the electronic media. Why am I saying that? So it means that we, 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 we will be using more electronic media than we have used before. So, this is the time for some of us even to develop the ability to witness. Yes, some of you, some of, some of you, maybe you are intimidated, you can't talk to people face to face, but you can witness online. You can share the gospel online. You can win souls online. Maybe, maybe you cannot talk to the person face to face, but you can. You can win souls online. You can invite people to church online. You can share testimonies online. Because maybe for, for, for some people, this is your time. Because you are very good online. Very, very good online. But instead of using, wasting all the energy and the resource online, do you use less Why don't you use it for the cost the power to witness? Amen. I mean, some of you have seen on Facebook. I mean, your pictures and your, I mean, you look like a model on Facebook. <laughs> you are very good with electronic media. So take and, and it's nice, it's a blessing. So use that ability. Pray for the Holy Spirit. That Lord, in this season, may I be a good witness for Christ. Instagram, Facebook, whatever media. Because the world is changing. The world is changing. A lot of things are now going to go online. So the church must also be strong online. Amen. 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 Very soon I'll be talking to some of you. We'll make you we'll make you uh let e shepherds, electronic shepherds, because you are good or online. 
Acepta líderes. Amen. 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 Man is a spirit. He has a soul. And he lives in a body. And the final thing about the Holy Spirit that we should share with us, I want to share with you, is that the spirit of breakthrough. And I'm repeating again. Real breakthroughs comes by the Holy Spirit. When God created man, man was just dust. It was the breath of God into man. That made man become a living soul. You may be at the same place for a long time. This may be going around and around at the same time without any breakthrough. But today, I prophesy and I speak to you. By the Holy Spirit, may there be transformation. Amen. By the Holy Spirit, may you move to another level. Amen. By the Holy Spirit, what is void? What has no form? What is not doing well? Let the Spirit of God brood over it. That you may jump to another level. I release breakthroughs into your life by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Say amen. 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 Leave the Holy Spirit. When he comes, he will bring transformation. He will jump from one level to another. Because before the Holy Spirit came, man was just dust. It was God breathing his breath into man. Then all suddenly, the brain, the kidney, the lungs begin to attack. Something transformational happened. As we, as we worship from our homes, we lift up the man and let's pray for the Holy Spirit.
witness to this prayer. This is very important. So repeat this after me. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. This Sunday morning. This Sunday morning. I come to you as a sinner. I come to you as a sinner. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Deliver me from evil. Deliver me from evil. I want to be a child of God. I want to be a child of God. I don't want to serve the devil. I do not want to serve the devil. I want to be a child of God. Jesus. Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. For dying on the cross for me. For dying on the cross for me. Amen. Amen. A very short and a simple prayer. Pray this prayer for the first time. There is a number here. Please, I want you to text your name to that number. And after service. I will have a personality. This is very important. The world is changing. Our God is the same. I want you to give your life to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.